The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. We are now officially under one month from the start of the NBA season. 29 days and four weeks tomorrow. I can't believe it. I'm like, I'm freaking out over here, guys. I'm freaking out. I need you to walk me through this. Hold my hand. It feels weird. Doesn't it feel weird this year? I don't think I'm alone with this. I'm going to throw it out there, and you guys can tell me I'm crazy on Twitter if you want. I don't care. I'm fully aware that I'm a little bit of a nut. It just feels... I don't feel like we've got a chance to decompress. Still, I don't feel like we've had a chance to decompress. Because last year, the mo- the biggest cluster mess of all... that To end all cluster messes where the season ended in March, we were just sort of hanging on with bated breath. Then we got two weeks of regular season, if you want to call it that, and then the playoffs, and then a two-week break, and then uh, free agency? Free agency was like a month and a half after the end of the playoffs last year, and then whammo, right into preseason prep stuff. Now, admittedly, we had a little bit more of a breather this time around, but the playoffs ended in mid-July, The draft was a week after that. Free agency was a week after that. And that was a month ago. In a normal offseason, the playoffs end in June and the draft happens pretty quickly thereafter. But, you know, I'm not super focused on rookies coming in anyway because mostly they end up getting overdrafted. And so it's a a ton of work for very little reward. The ROI on that time investment is poor. But then you have... A lull between the draft. It's basically the month of, well, then free agency in July. You have that little spike. And then everything settles for July and most of August. Where, yeah, I mean, there's some summer league stuff. But for the most part, you're just kind of like cruising and thinking, man, I'm ready. I, You know, we got the free agents in. I'm ready to do some fantasy basketball. There's an anticipation that builds. And then, you know, draft guides drop in late August. And everybody has two months to figure things out. And it just, we still had the draft guide out in August this year. And there were still two months to figure things out. But there was no break in the action. There wasn't that month and a half of summer league and hanging out and just shooting the breeze on Twitter. It's been one thing right into the other into a weird now kind of late lull where we had all this stuff happen. Bang, 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 bang. And the lull happened this year in September. Emotionally, I don't know what to feel. I'm ready for basketball to start. I'm ready for my drafts to begin. But at the same time, like I can't get my leagues to pick a draft date. No one's ready for it. Because the lull happened a month to two months late this year. We're having our lull a month from the start of the NBA season. And we just, you got to get fired back up. Welcome to the program, everybody. I Welcome to the program with me yelling about off-season timelines. I'm really anxious to get to a normal off-season next year and just the normal calendar not the off-season so much just a normal calendar whatever it's fantasy nba today a hoop ball presentation i'm your host dan bespris thanks as always for tuning in everybody hoop ball leagues are open 
We sent out an email to everybody on our mailing list at HoopBall yesterday, and a lot of you replied to that, which means that a lot of you folks that are on the mailing list have not either been listening to this podcast, maybe you're getting back into it now, or not paying attention to our HoopBall Twitter stuff. So I got to do a better job of making sure you guys know what's going on. HoopBall Leagues are with HoopBall pros, listeners, readers, whatever, anybody that's affiliated with the site in any way, coming together. They're pretty tough, actually. We have free, we have cash leagues, roto, head-to-head. There's some weekly, there's some daily formats. Please do reach out by sending an email to teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com if you're not on social media, or if you are on Twitter, please do reach out to me directly at Dan Bespris, D-A-N-B-E-S-B-R-I-S. And let me get you in touch with Andre. He's handling placement this year. Uh, you guys can then DM about it and get yourself into a hoop ball league. It's a lot of fun. There's 15 or 16 of them open already. Last year, I think we had 22, so probably will be even more this time around. Draft is in about three weeks, roughly. So there is still time, but we're going to start shutting them down as you get close to draft day, and we don't want to open up a new league with like two teams in it. Okay, so reach out, post haste. At Dan Bespris on Twitter, D-A-N-B-E-S-B-R-I-S. Let's get you into those hoopball leagues. I've also done a piss-poor, miserable job of reminding you guys that the hoopball draft guide has been out for like four weeks now. There just there wasn't that same buildup. It's been a weird offseason, but the hoopball draft guide is out. It has all of the most amazing features you've come to love. 400 player profiles, team previews, a schedule grid, last year's busts and sleepers reviews, second half sensations, uh, old players, that's the high mileage report, we talked about that with our buddy Josh Millman, schedule analysis, depth charts, oh my god, the depth charts, guys, you got to be on those depth charts, that's where you figure out where the hell everybody ended up this offseason, out of position stats, the list goes on and on and on and on, And I've done just an absolutely miserable, piss-poor job of letting you guys know that these things are out there. Projections are coming soon. The B-150 drops in nine days. Please go get something at HoopBall. The draft guide is available a la carte. It's also available, this is the better deal, in the Fantasy Pass, which is a six-month subscription at $5.99 a month. That has the draft guide. It also has B-150 access five days before draft guide a la carte buyers. All of that other stuff we were talking about. Plus, Discord access. Got to get a monthly subscription if you want to get access to our pros in Discord. Weekly video shows. Weekly reports. Nightly pickups. All that good stuff that lasts throughout the entire regular season. That's all in the Fantasy Pass, which of course also has the draft guide inside of it. Hoop-ball.com, the website. Click on the Premium tab. I will be doing a better job of letting you guys know what the hell's going on on that front, because I haven't so far. Apologies to everyone. I know we started the show with a rant about basketball and then did two minutes of promo. And I know people are going to be like, Dan, you did six minutes of promo at the start of the show. That's not true. The first three minutes was me just screaming about how it's been a weird year and a half, and I can't get my damn internal calendar right. It wasn't fantasy. That's true. But it was basketball and it was me yelling about stuff which presumably is why you're listening to this show anyway let's listen to dan yell by the way you can find me on twitter if you can't spell my last name just google search dan from hoop ball we can get going from there hoop ball is hoop ball.com or follow them at hoop ball fantasy this is a fun day for me for a number of reasons number one 
We are in the fifth round of my hoopball expert mock that started on Friday, which has been sort of slow rolling it through that thing. And I had a feeling it was going to be touch and go, at least over the weekend. I've been live tweeting all the results from it. And when it's over, we'll analyze the results first ourselves, and then we'll talk to every single pro. That is what I'm gunning for this year. Every single pro that is in that mock draft, we'll have them on this pod to break down their team and talk a little bit about what the the fallers, the risers, the sleepers, all that kind of cool stuff with uh, some of the best names in this fantasy community. Today, however, we're talking ADP. And this is going to be a multi-day project here on the podcast. There's just no way around that. The ADP information is starting to trickle in from the big box sites. It's not an exact match with the Yahoo pre-rank board, which is what we've been looking at lately. But it is relatively close. So first, before we even start looking at the numbers, because... I like the fact that Yahoo puts their ADPs in a 50-player chunk as opposed to their free agent chart and their free, their their rank board, which is in a 25-player chunk. ADPs, for instance, are always going to be lower than the total number of players that have been taken at a particular spot, just because, especially early on, uh, not any time a single player is not taken at the spot that they are on the actual pre-rank chart, they're going to have an ADP of a, of a higher number, a lower on the board listing. So don't worry about that. ADPs are going to sort of match up. And just as an example here, Giannis Antetokounmpo is both the number two pre-rank guy and the number two ADP guy, although his ADP is three and a half. Okay, he's still number two in the list form, but his ADP is three and a half, meaning that If you're sorting this by where guys are going, he's still going to come up in that same spot. If you're trying to sort of guess where he might go, there's a pretty much equal chance of any of three guys going in that number two spot. So that's something we also need to be considerate of as we look at ADP information. I want to take a few minutes to discuss why this information is important. And those of you that have been listening to this podcast for a number of years, you basically already know the answer to this question. But to me, ADP information, when combined with the site's pre-rank, they called it X-rank, they called it O-rank, they've called it all sorts of things. It's, it's, for our purposes, it's basically projections or preseason ranking right now that's the nomenclature today in 2021 are the two biggest pieces of information you can have at your disposal going into draft day besides whatever work you've done on your own obviously the most important thing is did what list are you working from is it the b150 i would recommend that's the one you should use Is it your own list? That's also probably pretty good if you've put a bunch of time into it. If you've bucketed it, bucketed it, whatever. And that's why when we talked about the buckets, it was was so important to understand you don't just take your pride list into your draft and roll off of that. You take that list... 
you combine it with the list that you know everybody else is looking at, meaning the Yahoo projections, the pre-rank list, and you take that and basically combine it, not necessarily with the exact ADP data that's out, but with ADP data and the movement therein. So our discussion today, tomorrow, Wednesday, however long it takes to get through this sort of first pass at Yahoo ADP information is really still only a starting point. And here's why. ADP information is great. And it's going to, in many respects, parallel the pre-ranks of whatever big website you're working from. ESPN's ADP data is going to parallel ESPN's pre-ranks because that's the damn board that everybody's looking at on draft day. Just think about what you do in a mock draft. You're looking at a list of names. It's just easier to pick from the names you can see on your computer screen as opposed to scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's why you got to set up a queue, by the way. But that's going to influence people. Panic picks are almost always going to come from the pre-rank board. Always. And all it takes is one panic pick every, I don't know, 12, 15, 20 picks to influence the order of a draft. And believe me, it happens much more often than that. On top of that, sort of public picks, folks that are basically just operating off of the big box pre-rank board. That's going to very strongly impact the ADP information, which is why, and we're going to be monitoring this, don't worry, folks, we're all going to be doing this together, over the next three to four weeks, as we walk up on whatever your draft day happens to be, this is why it's also important to track ADP movement as these players either move toward or away from the preseason number, preseason rank of the site you're using. We affectionately tend to call these guys hype guys, but there are also players who fall on this board. Uh, Derek Favors, I think, was an example of someone who was rising fast last year and then all of a sudden fell off a cliff when everybody realized he was not in shape. Shea Gilgis-Alexander was someone who rose so fast last year that he became, that his ADP data was no longer anywhere connected to his pre-rank board. He was going way too early because of hype. It's important to remember that, yes, pre-rank is probably the single biggest factor in draft day order, your real draft that happens in your league, it's the single biggest impact player, but it's not the only one. This season, and we don't have this information yet, but I think we can guess, just based on what I'm seeing in some of the mock drafts that I'm watching, that a guy like Michael Porter Jr., who has an ADP of 39... But a pre-rank of 22 is probably going to move closer to that pre-rank as we venture through draft season. Analysts like him. Yahoo likes him. First few drafts, he apparently went relatively deep, and he'll just keep moving up the board. 
You know, the ADP data on this stuff is is collected. These are very early drafts happening right now. Some of them are diehard. Some of them is weird stuff that happened previous years. There might be some keeper drafts happening. It's not, it's not really locked in. Chris Paul, we've already seen fall in ADP information. He's back down into the 30s again, despite being number 24 on Yahoo's preseason board. So there's all these little factors that we want to pay close attention to. What do they mean? What do they mean is just as important as what number it is. So we'll keep very close tabs. By the way, Hoopball Draft Guide, Fantasy Pass, it has ADP tracking information. ADP reports that come out every week. Risers and fallers. And, and I want to stay ahead of this discussion. That's why we're doing a little bit of theory here before we dive into the actual numbers. And late ADP moves are going to appear more subtle than they are. You guys definitely remember this discussion from November of last year. I'm sure you, many of you remember it. It just has to do with weighted averages. If there have been two total drafts that have taken place on Yahoo, one draft, some guy goes at 50, and the other draft, he goes at 30, his ADP is going to jump 10 spots. It's going to go up from 50 to 40 from one mock draft where he went at 30. Now think of it from another perspective. What if that same player goes at 50 for a month? 99,999 real drafts happen, and he goes at 50 in every single one of them. And then all of a sudden, the last three days before the season starts, some news breaks, some other thing happens, and he's going 30th in all of those drafts. Well, guess what? Because there's already 99,000-plus data points of him going at 50, you might only see his ADP go from 50 to, like, 49.2. But that you have to take that information into your draft, realizing that that dude going one slot earlier probably means that in most drafts happening at that moment, he's going, like, a full round earlier or more. Weighted averages, ADP moves, this is all really, really important stuff. You know who the guy was last year? Actually, I'm remembering it now. The last year and a half has been a bit of a blur, but this one just popped right back into my head. Nerland's Noel. Nerland's Noel was that guy last year because he, he was going in the like 100 to 130 range. Basically, from the moment Yahoo opened up their leagues in like early November, remember things were in crunched together last season until training camp about a month later he was going at like 120 and then in training camp he started over Mitchell Robinson and so the last week and a half before the season started Nerlens Noel was going at 70 but guess what his ADP still said 100 because half the data was him going at 125 and half the data was him going at 75 but his ADP wasn't really 100 It wasn't really at all. His draft position in that moment, it shouldn't be average draft, it should be current draft position, which is what you need going into your own draft, was actually 75. These are things we have to be very careful with and extremely cognizant of, and it's why it's so important to look at early ADP data and late and understand who's going where and what it actually means. 
as you approach your draft day, I actually, and I, someone was talking to me about this on Twitter, and I think both actually points are correct. This is one where it's kind of like, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Preseason ranks from Yahoo remain, even on draft day, the largest impact player in how your league drafts. But for me, I'm mostly in medium and higher difficulty leagues. I'm probably in one league where people are not taking it hyper seriously. Every other league I'm in, people are pretty damn serious about the fantasy basketball. Not everybody, not 100%, but like 80 to 100% of the teams in my leagues are trying really, really hard. And that means that 80 to 100% of the teams in my leagues are not just using Yahoo's pre-rank board. So its impact is actually lessened somewhat. You guys listening, you know better than I do what your league is like. How many people in your league are using the B-150, listening to this podcast, using Basketball Monsters projections, using Roto World's projections, using fan tracks, but whatever. How many people in your league are diving deeper? Here's a simple way to connect those dots in your head. If you know that most of your league is diving deeper than just showing up on draft day and going mostly off the Yahoo board, you can probably switch over to what you've learned from ADP information. The ADP list is probably going to be more accurate for your league than the Yahoo preseason board. Because the ADP list is what happens in drafts when people don't go exactly off of Yahoo's preseason ranks. You know, if everybody just went in and used Yahoo's preseason ranks, the ADP would be exactly those. And it is kind of the starting point, but it's not the end point. Where does a guy like Michael Porter Jr. end up going this year? His ADP right now is well behind his Yahoo preseason ranks. So for whatever reason, early drafters weren't in on him, but I believe late drafters will be. I think public and uh, sharp folks are sort of up on MPJ. What is that going to do to his value? Heaven forbid. I'm getting a little bit off topic here. I'm getting a little bit unfocused in our discussion point. All of this loops back around to me saying, look, this is why we're going to go through ADP information on these players. It's not so much going to be a breakdown of whether or not the ADP is right or wrong as it is going to be about what it's telling us now and what we believe might happen in the future. I love it. Knowing where a guy is actually going is the ultimate in strength move going into your draft. If you understand Yahoo's preseason ranks, I know I keep talking about it on Yahoo. It, it's, it's the same thing. Just replace it with the word ESPN or CBS or whatever website you're using as I speak the word. I'm just saying Yahoo because that's the one I'm looking at. That's the one I, where I do most of my fantasy basketball. If you're looking at Yahoo's preseason board and you also understand where ADP shifts are happening you pretty much know where everybody's going to go on draft day. It's damn easy to draft a team when you know who's going to be there at your next pick. It's not clairvoyance. It's hard work. Yeah, you'll get a little bit unlucky in there, and you have to be ready for that, which is, I think, something that kicked me in the wiener a couple seasons back 
when I was like, look, I know where everybody's going. And then all of a sudden I had a queue of like eight guys all wiped out in the eight picks right before me. And I went, oh my goodness. Which by the way, 100% because almost everybody in that league listened to this podcast. I'm ready for that now. You guys don't have to worry about that stuff. I mean, if you guys understand where guys are current, we'll say current ADP information, not the average, but what's happening on that actual day, you, you, you can't be beaten. You can't have a bad draft if you know where everybody's getting drafted in that moment. So let's set a baseline over the next couple of days of where all of these guys are going. And we will keep tabs on it from there. In between, of course, talking about our mock drafts and things of that nature. ADP information and how it currently stacks up against Yahoo's preseason ranks. We are off and running. Nikola Jokic, not surprisingly, is number one in both. We don't have to talk about him because we already did that already. Giannis and Luka are tied at 3.5, their ADP right now, which is interesting because basically then what it means is that right now Giannis currently is number two and Yahoo's projections, Luka's number three. People have sort of blurred the lines between those two guys. Also, interestingly, Steph Curry is at 3.8. Now, by the way, this ADP information from Yahoo, I should also mention, is still an amalgam of 9-cat, 8-cat, and points leagues all rolled together. So again, it's not really going to be perfectly accurate to your league, but it does give a pretty damn strong indicator of where guys are going. And also, I think it's extraordinarily helpful because people are going to see those names at the top of the board, and eventually they're just going to take them even if it's still not the right time. Anyway, at this point, we know that Giannis and Luka are basically a coin flip at two. Steph is actually, even though he's technically number four in ADP, his ADP is 3.8, which is effectively the same as Giannis and Luka at 3.5. So the second pick in most drafts is currently kind of a dice roll between Steph, Luka, and Giannis. In your nine-category league, I think you know who's probably going to go first out of those three. ADP, Kevin Durant, number uh, five on the list. is ADP is 5.2, which matches up with his Yahoo preseason rank of five. Uh, Damian Lillard and James Harden basically have the exact same ADP of about six and a half. Also intriguing because Harden is number four on Yahoo's boards, and Dame is number seven on Yahoo's preseason boards. So again, we're seeing in the early going here, there's a fear around James Harden because of probably what we saw last year. And there's a positivity around Damian Lillard, likely also because of what we saw last year. As we go, do we think Harden moves in front of Dame and ADP? I think he probably does. Joel Embiid, ADP of 8.2, preseason rank, 8. Cat. 9 and 9, perfect match. Tatum, ADP of 11, preseason rank of 10, meaning that there are a couple of guys in there that have been sort of creeping in ahead of him, not often enough to move him down the board any slots, but enough to where it's not a consensus number 10. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Trey Young, all of an ADP of basically 12 and a half, which is interesting because on the actual... Rank board, 
It goes ADP, Trey Young, and then LeBron is kind of nowhere to be found. His preseason rank is is 26 from Yahoo, which, by the way, I think is far more accurate than the 12.6 ADP data on Braun. Bradley Beal is going at 15, which corresponds to his number 15. Guess who got a bump up on Yahoo's pre-ranks? Jimmy Butler is now his number 16 on their pre-ranks. That wasn't the way it was when we talked about it last week. His ADP is 25.1, but that would presumably now be on the rise as Yahoo's preseason ranks start to impact the overall numbers. But that's not the direction we're going here. Vooch is actually uh, right there with Bradley Beal at ADP 15. That feels kind of squirrely, but look, Yahoo's got him pretty high on their board. Zach Levine has an ADP of about 18. Same with Paul George and Zion. PG, remember, his preseason rank was 13. Zion's not even in that mix. Levine, preseason rank of 21. So this is also, I mean, this is really interesting. Right now, the ADP is not that close. Julius Randle, uh, Bam Adebayo, Kyrie Irving, all kind of clustered together around 22. Kyrie, preseason rank of 18. Bam, 20. Randle not even on that front page. Demonis Sabonis, ADP of 23. Russell Westbrook, 24. And then Jimmy Butler at 25. So that gets us through the first 25 in ADP information, although it's not actually uh, 25 players to that point. What do we know so far? Well, so far, LeBron has been way higher than his Yahoo preseason rank. Russell Westbrook is, believe it or not, way is kind of lower. He's 17 in Yahoo's board. And this stuff is all over the map. What, do you, what can you glean from that? Not much actually, at this point, how those things parallel one another. Suffice it to say, people don't really trust Yahoo's marks to this point. People that are doing drafts right now are doing whatever the hell they want. So you've got this, this large spray pattern. I think you can probably, if you're a betting man, we are, I think you probably put a wager down that most of the numbers start to move toward the Yahoo board as more and more drafts get super public and people more and more rely on yahoo's numbers perhaps the lesson from all of this is if you wanted to do a draft now you look at the guys that that yahoo has ranked higher let me flip this sentence around sorry let me flip it around we'll do this sentence in reverse if you are in general If you feel like Yahoo has particular names higher on their board than the current ADP of a guy, and you agree with Yahoo's pre-ranks, you should probably push to have your draft really soon. Like Jimmy Butler, his ADP of 25, that probably moves towards his pre-rank of 16. LeBron, if you... If you... If you want him to get out of the way so that someone else gets to you sooner, you probably want to have your draft soon because he's going at 12, 13, even though Yahoo's got him down in the, what did I say, like late 20s? I suppose what we're learning today is 
whether or not you should have your draft early or late. If you're a commissioner of a league, you should be looking at Yahoo's preseason rank board and ADP information and thinking, okay, if all of these guys move toward the preseason rank, does that help me or hurt me? And if the answer is it hurts you, you should have your draft soon. If it helps you, then you should wait. And it's not going to be the case with all of them. Some guys are going to be... And, and Yahoo can still adjust their own projections, by the way. Their stuff is not set in stone. We've already seen them make tweaks to players already. But remember, their actual order of ranking players on that list doesn't necessarily match up with the actual numbers in the projections. Their projections are generally much more accurate than their list. It's a weird thing. But they put out a projection number, and then the list is just built on like a weird... How would they do in, in 8-cad, 9-cad, and points leagues if we rolled it all together into one? That's really weird. And honestly, it makes it impossible for Yahoo to put out an accurate numerical board. They should probably be graded on their actual statistical projections, not the rank board. But thank goodness they have to put out a rank board because it screws everybody else up and we can just look right through it. Folks, if you're enjoying what we've done on the podcast here as we move towards opening day, please do take a moment to drop a five-star review on the show and subscribe. It would mean the world to me, and then some. The universe. Maybe just our solar system. It would mean something large to me. Go to the podcast app on your Apple mobile device or iTunes on a computer. Search for Fantasy NBA Today. That's how you have to do it. Unfortunately, you can't go into the podcast you're already listening to. you got to search for Fantasy NBA Today. Click on the show title, and on your phone, scroll down to the bottom. That's where the ratings and reviews are. If it's on a computer on iTunes, there's a ratings and review tab. Please, 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 we need those reviews. We need those subs. That's how we make this big flying leap going into the season. I need your help this one time of year. Please take 90 seconds out of your day and help your old pal Dan. I can keep doing this. Long term, all the time, forever. I I, sh- I shudder to think that we're just going to like read off another list of players here on the ADP side. That's not what I want you guys to be taking away from this discussion. And look, you can do that yourself. You can go to Yahoo, hover over the draft tab, and click on uh, draft analysis, I believe is the tab, uh, the sub tab. And it'll just give you these numbers. And I will go through them. I'll read them at some point this week. We'll, we'll have read every name on that board. But it's not about the exact order right now. It's about establishing this foundation. And so I want you guys to do a little bit of homework between podcasts, and we'll do the same thing. And that is over the next chunk, and even over the chunk we've already covered, because we, we kind of did it together. I like to do things together on this podcast. I think it's more interesting if we have some realizations at the same time. I think it's more interesting for you guys to kind of see how the handicapping process goes for someone like me who supposedly does this all the time, ah, when time allows. And our homework right now is going to be to find some of the biggest differences, particularly early on, because once you get later, then everybody's ADP is exactly, they're they're all the same. It's just a a fat wash. 
to find the biggest differences between Yahoo's preseason ranks and the ADP data they've put out so far. Also, try to take a couple minutes, and and this homework might take 15, 20 minutes for you, try to figure out who analysts have been talking about in the early going here. Try to figure out who the hype train guys are. And maybe some of them are already really obvious. Maybe some of them are already lined up for you in the like, oh my goodness, this guy's going here, but he's probably going to go here. Who are the names that are getting all of the attention? I'm going to throw one out there that you guys are probably going to be really pissed about. And I was too. OG Ananobi. Everyone, everyone is talking about OG. And I'm really surprised by that because... His fantasy game had been a relatively quiet success story, minus the injury stuff. And you kind of had to wonder, did anybody really notice? And the answer is, yeah, they did. Everybody did. So that's a guy who has a preseason rank of 44, but currently has an ADP of 64. That's to me, is one of the guys who's almost definitely, if you drafted today, maybe you could still get him near 64. But if you wait to draft three weeks, he's almost definitely going to be going in the 40s, maybe sooner, because these things end up being a little bit of a positive feedback loop that gets out of control. Oh, you got to take him here? Well, I want to get him on my team. I'll take him here. Oh, it's the, uh, I can, I, I think it's a, uh, shoot, what was that? Game show. It's like a campground game that got turned into a game show. We're like, oh, I can identify that song. And I don't think it's named that tune. Maybe it is. Maybe they combine the two. It's like, oh, I can figure that out in four seconds. I can do it in three seconds. And everybody keeps going to one person says, fine, prove it. That's kind of what happens with these hype guys. And I don't know. Maybe it won't end up being him. Sure seems like it might be him from the early going here. Uh, DeJounte Murray in San Antonio feels like another one of these guys that could get going as kind of an out-of-control freight train where someone's like, oh, he's going to 55? I'll take him at 50 and make sure I get him. And then everybody's like, crap, he's going to 50 now. I'll take him at 45 to make sure I get him. And that just keeps happening. That's what happened with SGA last year. He was going at 40, and then everybody kept doing the I'll take him five slots earlier thing, and then all of a sudden he was going at 20 where he just had absolutely no business going. Nobody stopped to think, have we eliminated the value here? Have we cashed it? I don't know who else that guy's going to be. I, I, don't, I don't know. I've heard a lot of Darius Garland love lately, but I don't know if that's an across-the-board thing. The names that I've heard on the hype train so far are OG Ananobi, DeJounte Murray from kind of that like 50 to 70 range of guys that could be uh, power-boosting up the board. And then among the earlier guys, Michael Porter Jr. might be a two years in a row hype guy. Although last year, his hype was founded. He ended up actually getting to his mark. LaMelo Ball, not surprisingly, is a mondo, mondo hype guy. And then there, I don't know that there really is one in the super early going. These are, those are household names. But we're going to find out. So here's what I want you guys to do. Again, this is homework time on the podcast. Tomorrow's show, we're going to be breaking down some of the biggest differences, not just numerically, but value-wise, between the Yahoo preseason rank, the current ADP information, 
And we're going to try to start working on isolating who we think is going to be on the move, which is going to be really helpful for those of you that are drafting soon and really helpful for watching to see where these guys are going for those drafting later. Remember, hit me up if you want to join a HoopBall League or if you'd like to be a part of the team here at HoopBall. We're recruiting for full season fantasy, DFS, and wagering on the written side or the podcast side. Please do bug me on Twitter. Again, it's at Dan Vespers. Google search Dan from HoopBall. Or if you want to join a league, you can do it the same way. Also, any of these things you'd like to hit me up about, you can email teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Have a delightful Monday, everybody. We'll back at you tomorrow. We'll, do, uh, we'll grade our homework assignment. <laughs> you know, I'll get my red pen out for Tuesday. Oh, hey, big thing coming up tonight. Uh, live video mock draft with the great Josh Lloyd. I will be on Josh's channel at 8 o'clock tonight, Pacific time, Monday, uh, September the 20th, around 8 o'clock Pacific time. So hopefully you guys can join us for that. Check it out. Should be a lot of fun as Josh and I go through a 9-cat Roto mock draft on supersonic speed. And it's video. So, you know, you get to see my ridiculous draft board background and Brooklyn Dodgers hat because, um, I don't know, I haven't been actually fully clean from a hygiene perspective since we had our first kid five years ago. How's that for fun? All right, guys, have a great Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. So long. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.